On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, we talk about office refurbishments, about me getting a haircut, and about some prick having road rage. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 50 of Life and Lessons. 50, big number. I'm sorry to tell you it's going to be an underwhelming episode, but before we get into that, uh, if you're new here, here's what you need to know. For 52 weeks between the ages of 24 and 25, I'm going to be recording and releasing a weekly podcast to see just how much my life can change in a year. This is the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and it's a completely honest view into my life as I take on some fairly unusual challenges. And this episode right here is all about week number 50 in that journey. Um, so when I make the files for this podcast, I type in the episode number and save it before I get started so that it auto-saves. And it felt weird typing in 50. It's like a big round number. I know that it's not the end. I know that um, beyond episode 52, there will be episode 100, 150, 200, maybe even 500. But episode 50 just looks like a big round number. This is the 50th episode and it feels, it feels good to be honest. But to go back to what I said a second ago, it's going to be an underwhelming episode because I've just been busy this week. This really is going to be one of those episodes where we're in and out, where I tell you what's happened in the week, share a couple of stories and then... I close my laptop and I go to sleep because this week has been incredibly busy. Busy for two entirely separate reasons. Firstly, like what we've spoken about a bunch of times over the past couple of months, the business is just really busy. Uh, Black Friday is almost upon us, which means for our consumer brand clients and even a couple of those who aren't directly selling to consumers, it's just a really busy time for their marketing, for their sales efforts. And so we're very um, switched on with that. Uh, On top of that, still, the inbound leads are not stopping. Like, we've had in the past two months more inbound leads in that, like, eight or nine week period than we've probably ever had before, period. Like, I can't get my head around how much inbound work uh, is is on the table right now, and it just isn't stopping. So that's that's really good news. But that of course makes us even busier with initial phone calls, with sales conversations, with building proposals, with quotations, with conversations, with follow ups, with answering questions. That all adds into, I guess, the uh, the stresses of what is already a busy period. But then, on top of all of that, as if November and December isn't a busy enough period for any marketing agency ever, period, uh, we're now also having the office refurbished. So uh, the office refurbishment project is split quite nicely into two halves. One half is stuff that we are doing internally, just when we get the time. And the other half is we're having a few bits uh, built and put up in the office in the second week of December. Now, unfortunately, the delivery date of all of the bits that we're putting up 
and the eventual build date of the stuff that's being built by contractors do not line up at all. And so this week, for the past, what day are we on? Four or five days, um, we've basically been running the business during the day. It gets to like 6pm when the other offices in our building are empty so we can get away with making some noise. And then we've been uh, taking down units, moving things into storage, moving everything into one corner of the office to make space to build all of the things we need to build. We've been building uh, stand-up desks. We've had uh, holes drilled into the floor of the office to feed up electrics to allow these desks to be powered without cables being everywhere. We've been building drawers. We've been um, taking... Just we've we've been doing so much on top of a normal working day for the last four days, and so if you can't tell from my voice, I will tell you I am very fucking tired right now. Uh, but fortunately, we now have one little corner of the office that's completely back to normal. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were very hard to work in the office because it was literally upside down, like it was an absolute tip and we literally just had to work on our desks and kind of not look around us, it was just not good for productivity. But like what I spoke about in my email on Monday, just gone, that chaos, the chaos of turning the office upside down is of course necessary to get us to the end point of having this eventual nice new office. But today was slightly better we had enough desks up and the wiring all in place to be able to do some proper work. And then this evening, we spent a few hours just tidying things up and really making like one third of the office really inhabitable, really nice to work in. So, so long as you don't look over to the other side of the office, so long as you don't look in the meeting room, uh, the office is actually really nice right now. But there's still so much to do. The desks are in place, the wiring's in place, all of the new monitors and everything are in place, like the working, our immediate surroundings for working are good. But now we need to, there's a TV that's being taken down, some whiteboards are being moved, there's a lot of painting that needs to be done. Uh, there's some chairs that are being moved out in place for a new sofa and a new waiting area. Um, and then after all of that, is done, is complete, we need to wait for a few weeks until the second week of December when the contractors are in and then they are going to build an enormous L-shaped storage wall and kitchen area on one side of the office, um, which is going to look really cool actually, it's like an enormous floor-to-ceiling L-shaped thing built bespoke for the size of our office with exactly what we want in it for the storage needs we have and for the water cooler bottles and for the kitchen area and it's just going to make it's going to make life a lot easier in the office so we're in a shared building as most businesses are and there's a shared kitchen um but it's it's quite a long walk away and also in the current environment if we want a covid secure workplace you know we do a lot as a business to make our office safe and hygienic and clean and we follow you know, social distancing and all of those COVID secure things. But a lot of that effort goes out of the window if somebody needs to walk down a narrow corridor, pass somebody into a shared kitchen, which perhaps hasn't been cleaned quite as thoroughly as we might like to have cleaned it. And so um, 
in the short term, a lot of these investments are to make the business COVID secure or, or further how COVID secure we are. But in the longer term, it's just going to be a really, really nice place to get some productive work done, to get some teamwork done uh, and just to spend some time. You know, um, it, it's no secret that we're looking to grow the business and indeed grow our team in 2021 you know that's that's a lot of what this is about and i've never been of the opinion that offices should be these cheap dark cubicles where people come between 9 a.m and leave immediately at 5 p.m and they don't speak to anybody and they feel quite uh begrudging that they have to be there like you listening to this probably spend more time with your colleagues than you do with your family. You probably spend more waking time in your workplace than you do in your home. Like you, we're all going to spend 40, 50, maybe even in some people's cases, 55, 60 years in work. And so I think that business owners should do what we're already doing, but what we're trying to do more of right now, which is just make a workplace a nice place to be because yes it costs a bit more uh yes it you know it's a lot of effort as we're building it but actually i think that it encourages people to be more focused and more productive uh, it encourages better talent when it comes to hiring people because who wants to work in a shit dark office which isn't a nice place to be and so yeah i think the investment is there uh, and i think the business case is there is what i mean to say but yeah that is why i'm tired in a uh, a very roundabout way uh, i'm gonna go home to corby on saturday and i'm very excited to do absolutely nothing on sunday i literally plan to stay at home probably just stay in bed watch tv do nothing because it's been a long few weeks what else is new um I had a haircut today as I think I've told you maybe last week, Wales is no longer in lockdown. So Wales had a two week fire break lockdown a few weeks back. And so a couple of weeks ago, it went back to uh, essentially no lockdown. So pubs are open, bars, restaurants, shops, hairdressers, everything's open. And so I took full advantage of that by going to get my hair cut. And I actually found a really cool local business and I don't know a huge amount about them but i'll tell you what i do know about them because i think it's really cool so the barber shop is called lost boys club uh, and it's owned by a couple of guys one of them's called josh and i forget the name of the other one but they've got i think two or three shops barber shops it says uh, and they also run a clothing business both online and in their shops uh, which is cool enough as it is but they also, this is really interesting, right? So these guys are like 25, I think. So they're really young to be in business anyway, but they're just doing it really well and they're doing it for the right reasons. So they're not just another kind of exposed chipboard, edgy, trying to look like they're in East London style barbershop, which is like 90% of barbershops these days. They're actually doing their business for the right reasons. So Josh has actually had a lot of press coverage for this places like wales online itv news he was telling me that they're in talks with the bbc at the moment for some sort of documentary series but what they're trying to do with their barbershops is turn them into these kind of for want of a better word safe spaces where people can go let's be honest men males can go to talk and be honest and just have a half hour conversation 
uh, if they want to about how they're feeling. We just spoke about business. It was, you know, but, you know, if, if, if somebody needs to have a conversation, they know that that place is there for them to go and just have an honest chat. So their whole ethos is around uh, creating a comfortable environment for people to go and talk if they're struggling with anything in life, right? If they just need another person to speak to, which is cool enough as is. But what I found most interesting, and I didn't know this literally until I went in there today and Josh, the guy I met, was telling me, on the side of the business, they also run a charity which funds for people with I believe even mental health or drug abuse issues to go and have counseling private counseling paid for by this charity so not only are they uh, proactively using their business to create good in the world but they're also then reactively finding those or being found by those who need particular assistance particular help and using proceeds generated through the business and the charity to help those people and I I tell you what I didn't know any of this before I went in there I literally just went online googled barbers in the area where the office is clicked on the top link found them and went there but yeah I just thought that was really cool like a really good use of running a business and a good example of somebody or two guys I think it is who are doing the right thing and in turn the market is rewarding that um, I think so many people get into business for, don't get me wrong, everyone's in business to make money, but so many people get into business for the sole purpose of this is going to make me rich. And I think that's the quickest way to go broke because it's just, you need, you need a foundational level of the reason why you're doing something. And I think that those guys are a great example of a business who has a real good why. And so even when times are tough, even when they get, had a four month lockdown thrown at them, you know, they still had something driving them forward. So yeah, I just thought it was cool. I just thought I'd share that with you. Um, the drive on the way to get my haircut was eventful. I've never driven in traffic as heavy as what I did today. And I was on a big roundabout and there was someone behind me and I stopped so that I didn't go into the like yellow hatched lines thing. Don't know what you'd call it. And this prick didn't like that I did that for whatever reason. He didn't like that I was following the rules of the road. So he like held his horn in and threw his hands up in the air. I just thought, okay, whatever. Carried on driving. Um, And then I got into the town centre where I was going. Missed the entrance to the car park I needed to go into. Because I've never driven in this town before. So I carried on driving. This guy's still behind me. And I find Waze tells me the next left turn I can turn around in, right? So I turn left. And then I'm just about to squeeze into this very tiny, like, lane thing to turn around. And I hear another beep. And it turns out where I'd gone to turn around, where I had stopped to check I had space, I was literally in the exact parking spot outside that guy's house. So he seemingly parks his car outside of his back gate. I was literally sat in his parking space. So he beeped again. He was pissed off. But yeah, that was eventful. I think that's my first experience of heavy traffic and my first experience of some middle-aged dick in a 17 year old's car getting shitty at me for no reason other than for following the rules of the road so there we go um what else um guests for the podcast as we wrap up this first series and as i look forward to the second series and guests i think i've told you already about reaching out to them but what i can tell you now is that there are at least three confirmed 
guests. I've got a recording day or a, a recording weekend in London booked towards the end of December. So I've got two recordings booked in for one of those days already. Both really, really interesting people, really excited to, to have those conversations, to record those episodes and to get them out there to you. There's then a third one confirmed. We're just working out a date, which will probably be like January, February. And then a couple more people who I'm in conversations with already and even more that I'm ready to reach out to. So yeah, the guest situation has improved a lot since we spoke last week. But other than that, I don't really think there's much else to tell you about. I think you have a fairly good overview of my week and a fairly good overview of why my voice is sounding quite tired. So with that said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to end the episode here. Thank you very much for listening as always. I hope you have a good week and I will see you back here this time next week for episode number 51 of Life and Lessons. See you then. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.